0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Chatterbug stream. My name is Max Roberts. Let's learn some English. Hello, good to see you all, and welcome. Um, Oh, I'm about to sneeze. No, I'm not. (laughs) Good start to the stream. Um, So, obviously, Valentine's Day. Oh, Valentine's Day is about to come up. Um, and so I thought today we would talk about expressions to do with love. Um, but we're looking at some quite difficult ones. Um, a lot of them I will ask questions to you to see if you know them already. If you don't, don't worry. Um, this is how we learn. We learn by challenging ourselves and we learn by seeing things we don't know and trying to answer them. Um, so, good to see you all. Uh, hello, Bodouk, um, Hello, Ola. Hello, Lubna. Anna. Ebony from Greece. Tara from South Africa. Samai burned welcome to the stream so the first expression i want to look at is a very very british expression and that is i fancy you um americans don't really say this uh, but i think it's a really really good expression that we have in the british dialects uh so we say i fancy you in the uk and i want to see if you know what that means what does I fancy you mean? Does it mean, I am in love with you, I find you attractive, I don't like you, or I want to go on a date with you? I fancy you. This is British English, um, so they don't really say this in America. Um, Hi OPC, hello Sanas, hello Arroyo, welcome to the stream. What does I fancy you mean? Um, So, let's say I'm in a club, and I see someone that I really like, and I'm talking to my friends and I go, ah, I really fancy that person over there. I really fancy them. Um, What do we think that means? Does it mean, I'm in love, I find you attractive, or I don't like you, or I want to go on a date with you? So, I fancy you is actually British English to say you find someone attractive. Um, And you can talk about this, uh, you can say this about someone you've known a long time or someone you've only known very, very briefly, Um, but it's just that feeling of attraction. It could be a combination of their personality and looks. So, for example, at the office, you could say, have you heard um, uh, Jenny really fancies Tom, for example, and people will go, oh, Jenny fancies Tom, oh, oh, oh. And it means Jenny has sort of attraction to Tom. Could be personality, could be, um, looks, and certainly she would like to go on a date with him, um, but not necessarily. So we could say if you're in a relationship and you know you're not allowed to go on a date with someone, you could still say, oh, I really fancy this person. So it doesn't mean I definitely want to go on a date with you, it just means I find you attractive. Um, so next up, uh, our next expression. Um What do we call the person that we love more than anyone we have ever loved or ever will love? Is this the love of ages, the love master, the love of my life, or my schnuckums? What do we call (laughs) What do we call the person that we love more than anyone we have ever loved or will ever love? Um, Hi, Johannes. Welcome to the stream. Elena. (laughs) Thank you very much, you'll make me blush. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and uh, hello, New Po, Welcome. Uh, what do we call the person uh, that we love more than anyone we have ever loved or ever will love? Is it the love of ages, the love master, the love of my life, or my chinookums? Um So, Anna, uh, what's the third form she fancies, correct? So she fancies him. I fancy her, you fancy him, she fancies him, we fancy him, we, um, they fancy him. Um, good. Amina, what is schnuckums? Okay, so schnuckums is a really silly way to be like, oh, someone you like. Oh, my schnuckums, like a couple might say that. It's a bit annoying. To say schnuckums, I don't like that word. It's not really a real word. Um so very good everyone if you said the love of my life. The love of my life. Now this is a very romantic expression, um, and it really does mean this is the person who I have loved more than anyone in the past and who and who I love more than anyone I will love in the future. The love of my life. It doesn't have to be someone that you're together with. You can say, that person is the love of my life and I can't be with them. Um, so, absolutely, the love of my life is, like, as romantic as it gets. It's a really lovely expression. Um, you know, uh, the... Some, some... Someone at their 70th wedding anniversary might say, 70 years ago I met the love of my life. Oh! That would break my heart. I would cry. So, um, my next question for you... Which of the following means madly in love? Which of the following means madly in love? Back over knees, head over bottom, uh, head over heels, or heels over face. What means madly in love out of these? Hello, Tayabi. Um, Hello uh, to you and to friends in the chat. Very, very sweet. Uh, So how do we say madly in love in English? Back over knees. Head over bottom, head over heels, or heels over face. Hmm. Looks like most of you, a few of you know this, but it's difficult, I can tell. I can tell that this one isn't easy. Um, Back over knees, head over bottom, head over heels, or heels over face. Very good if you said head over heels. So you could say, ah, I've just met this person, and I am head over heels. And it means you have fallen in love straight away, you are crazy about someone, um, and uh, it's happened very, very quickly. So I am head over heels in love with someone. I've just uh, met someone and I am head over heels. Or, ah, he's head over heels. how did the date go? Uh, he's, how did his date go? Mm, he's head over heels. It means really, really crazy about someone. Ah, Marianne says, it's a song from Tears for Fears. I didn't know that, actually. I don't know that song. I'll Google it. That's a good, uh, a good tip. Thank you. Um, so, very good if you said head over heels. Um, it literally means, it's the idea that you've sort of flipped over, that's how in love you are. Like, you flipped over your backwards you're so in love. So head over heels, like flipping over. Um, Good, so I want you to look at this expression now. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I want to know if you know what that means. What does absence makes the heart grow fonder mean? Uh, Does that mean when we can't see someone we love, we love them more? Um, if we can't see someone we love, we lose interest, or when someone gives you gifts and presents, you will fall for them. What does absence make, makes the heart grow fonder mean? Uh, hi, Lily from London. I hope London is lovely today. Um, one of my favourite cities in the world, London. So, What does absence makes the heart grow fonder mean? When we can't see someone we love, we love them more. If we can't see someone we love, we lose interest. Or when someone gives you gifts and presents, you will fall for them. Um, So absence makes the heart grow fonder. It actually means if I can't see someone, um, I will feel stronger feelings for them. So you might say this like, oh, I'm not gonna see my My partner for six weeks. And then your friend goes, Don't worry, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And this means the time apart will make your feelings stronger for this person. It'll make you want to see them more. It will mean that you miss them. It will mean that you will miss them. So, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Um, It means, you know... That time apart can also make you closer, in a way. Good expression. Ah, uh, Sonia, I, I've thought this before as well. Heels overhead would make more sense. And I know what you mean, because you think the heels going up and your head going back is you flipping. But I think the idea is that your head is literally, like, about to touch your heels. So your head is over your heels, if that makes sense. So you, like... If you imagine, you're looped back. I think that's the idea. But I agree with you. I've always thought, I remember as a kid going, head over heels, but your head is always over your heels. So I understand what you mean. Um, So. Which of these is a common expression? Which of these is a common expression? Uh, Love at first eye. Love at first sight. Love at first look. Or, love at first view, which of these is a common expression? Love at first eye, love at first sight, love at first look, and love at first view. And the idea of this is that that in the first five minutes of meeting someone, you know that you're in love with them. Um, It's happened to me maybe twice in my life. Um, Yeah, I would say maybe twice. Um, And I don't think it happens very often. Normally, you know, it's like, it takes a little bit to to realize how you feel for someone, but every now and then you will have love at first. Hmm. And that means that you are instantly in love with someone. Uh, Very good if you said love at first sight. Love at first sight, we say. None of the others are normal expressions. So, love at first sight. Uh, And this absolutely means like, you know, it might even mean you didn't even talk. Like, you've just seen this person, and from their energy and from the way they look and from how they are as a person, you know you're madly in love with them. Um, I'd love to know, let me know in the chat if you believe in love at first sight. I do. I do. Um, in a way. I would say maybe like after like 10 minutes of talking to someone, you could be like, this person's great. But it only happens very, very rarely, I think. Um, very, very good. Well done, everyone. So, ah, excellent. So, Sonia says, it happened to me once. There you go. I do, so I do think it is, I think it's possible. Um, right. So, I'm going to show you three expressions now. I don't have any questions about these. Um, and they all roughly mean the same thing. Uh, they belong together, they are made for each other, or they are a perfect match. And these are three nice expressions, um, where you're sort of talking about two people that you know that just are, like, are meant to be together. So you can say, they belong together, they belong together, they are made for each other, they are made for each other, or they are a perfect match. And these all roughly mean the same thing, um, and it's just saying that, you know, those two together could not be better. It's like the perfect couple. It's a perfect match. They belong together. They are made for each other, which I think is nice. Um, I'm enjoying this uh, debate. Ebony, love at first sight can't be so accurate. So I do agree with that as well. That first feeling, you don't know if you will love them as a person. So maybe you just love the look. Or you love the like the energy, the, the way they make you feel, but maybe two years later you realise, oh, we're not meant to be together from our personality. Um, and Ola says, I do believe in love at first sight, but it doesn't happen so often. I would say I agree. It's very very rare. I think it only happens maybe twice in your life, maybe or th- or a few times in your life. Oh, I hope I hope it happens again. <laughs> I hope that's not. I hope I, it happens again to me because I do like it. Um, very good. Um, excellent. So, I've got an expression here. If you say someone is smitten, what does it mean? If they are smitten, uh, does it mean he is madly and quickly in love with someone, or he is heartbroken? Smitten or heartbroken. Um, Boduk says, I think first impressions are important. I agree. Um, I think usually you know quite... Quickly with someone if if you think it's going to go further or not. Um, William says "meant to be" makes more sense. They are meant to be. Yeah, that's a nice expression as well. They are meant to be together. Uh, they are made for each other. They belong to. They belong together. They are meant to be. It's a very nice expression. Um, so "smitten," yes, well done, Tara. Absolutely correct. So "smitten" means to fall madly and quickly in love. Madly and quickly in love. It doesn't mean heartbroken. So to be smitten, if you say he's smitten, again, it's similar to sort of love at first sight or head over heels. The idea is that he's met someone and he hasn't known this person for very long, but he is crazy about them. So if you say he's smitten, um, maybe he's just been dating someone for two or three weeks four weeks and he is like... can only think about them... is like floating through the day, skipping, dreaming of this person. He's smitten. Um, so it really means madly and quickly in love. Uh, absolutely smitten with someone. You can say it even with like... in a kind of friend way. If you see like two dogs that just like... love each other straight away, you can say, oh they're smitten. He's smitten. Um, Which is a a nice expression smitten Uh, Marianne Sometimes first impressions can be misleading. I agree. So you can have love at first sight Uh, You can have love at first sight, but also it can be a bit misleading and maybe later you're like oh god No, what was I thinking? (laughs) Uh, Sonia um, I do love this song whenever wherever we're meant to be together I'll be there and you'll be here And that's the way, my dear It's a great song You're wherever, you're wherever lolay, lolay, lolay. I'm at your feet Whenever, wherever We're meant to be together We're meant to be together Or we belong together, that's a song as well We belong together Um, good What do we call a short teenage romance? What do we call a short teenage romance? So when two teenagers meet um, and they're both like, ah, I love this person but they've only known each other like two days and then five weeks later it's over and they don't care about each other. What do we call a short teenage romance? Is it kitten love, puppy love, cub love, or duckling love? What do we call it? (laughs) <laughs> I like some of these answers. We belong together. Uh, hola, Shakira forever. Yes, Shakira forever. But Shakira, do pay your taxes, please. <laughs> if you're watching, Shakira, pay your taxes. Um, very good. What do we call a short teenage romance? Kitten love, puppy love, cub love, or duckling love? Um, very good if you said, puppy love, so, and do you know what, I think when you're a teenager, this is something really annoying that people will say, because you'll be in love with someone, and then the parents will go, oh, it's not real love, it's only puppy love, and it's a bit kind of patronising, a bit condescending, it's a bit like saying, you don't know what real love is, because you're only 17, um, So puppy love, it can be a little bit like, as a teenager, it's annoying if someone says it's puppy love. uh, Because you think it is real love, and even if it isn't, um, for you it feels real. So, puppy love, we say. Puppy love. There's also a song, and we called it Puppy Love. Oh, I guess they'll never know. Uh, Puppy love is a song. (laughs) <laughs> um, kitten love um, Kitten love doesn't exist I'm afraid, Lubna, I just invented that For the lesson uh, Destiny, thank you, I'm glad you enjoy the advanced ones um, I enjoy the advanced ones as well We can have more fun In advanced streams, I think Ooh, I guess they'll never know um, Very good So our next expression Is Lovey dovey Lovey-dovey, lovey-dovey, and I'm not going to say what lovey-dovey means, I just want to ask, can lovey-dovey be used negatively? Actually, I suppose I can say what lovey-dovey is, when two people are sort of newly in love, and they sort of touch each other a lot, and hold each other a lot, and snuggle, and kiss, and they say things like, oh my schnookums, and it's like when they're kind of, oh, they're so affectionate with each other because it's new. Um, and we call this lovey-dovey, so can it be used negatively? Um, so Maya, I really look forward to the streams like Speak Like a Local. I hope you make more of those streams. Um, yeah, this one's kind of like that. This one's kind of one of those streams. So lovey dovey. Oh, they're a bit lovey dovey. So I do think it can be used negatively. It can also be positive or neutral. You say like, oh... they're like with each other now for the first time, and it's it's all a bit lovey dovey. Um, and it just means, oh, lovey dovey. That's lovey dovey when it's like that sort of annoying beginning phase If that makes sense. That sort of annoying over lovey bit and you know, I mean, it's okay when you're when you feel like that, it's nice um, But obviously sometimes, you know, if you're on On a train and there's a couple opposite you and they're like, oh, baby, my lovey-bobby And like kissing and and all of that. Sometimes it can be a bit like too much. I think A little bit too much (laughs) so my last expression today is beauty is in the eye of the beholder beauty is in the eye of the beholder beauty is in the eye of the beholder and I want to know what does beauty in is in the eye of the beholder mean does it mean beauty on the inside is more important than looks uh different people have different opinions on who is beautiful. Or beauty doesn't last forever. What does beauty is in the eye of the beholder mean? Um good, I'm glad you like these advanced streams, everyone. That's uh, that's good to know. I think a lot of people like the beginner streams as well, but it's nice to sort of do advanced streams. I, I do like doing them. Uh Sonia, lovebirds. Okay. Love yeah, love birds. Lovey dovey, love birds as well. Um, oh, you love birds. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same kind of thing. Love birds, lovey-dovey. Totally. Um, good. Um, oh, yes, Marianne. That's a really good reference. So Marianne is talking about a Twilight Zone episode. Now, the Twilight Zone is a sort of scary-ish series from the 1960s, um, and it's black and white, and there's, each episode is like a different kind of story, and there's one episode called The Eye of the Beholder, and it's a woman who says she's got this horrible disfigurement, and she has plastic surgery again and again and again to try and make her look normal and beautiful, Um, and she can't, uh, she can't, like, every, every surgery is a failure. And they say this is the last surgery that we're going to try, um, and her face is wrapped in a bandage, and then they undo the bandages slowly, take off the bandage one by one, and then they reveal the face of a beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, and then you hear the other people say the surgery was a failure, and then you find out that she lives on a planet, or, like, she lives in a world where everyone looks like a pig, And so she's upset because she's still disgusting by this society's standards. And so everyone else looks like a pig. They have this kind of weird, like, piggy face. And it's quite a scary episode. It's quite creepy. Um, And so the idea is that everyone has a different opinion on what is beautiful. And so in this world, having a pig face is beautiful. And then this beautiful blonde lady is not considered beautiful. And so beauty is on... In the eye of the beholder, the expression means, well, I'll I'll give you an example. There's someone who you don't consider attractive, who has a really, really attractive partner, and you go, I don't get why they're together, because she's really beautiful and he's really ugly. And then your friend says, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And this means she sees him as beautiful. So it doesn't really matter what you think, because she sees him as beautiful and she's happy. So that's what beauty is in the eye of the beholder means. And I think that's a really cool expression. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Um, The idea being that everyone's opinion of beauty is different and someone who is beautiful to you might not be beautiful to someone else or someone who is not beautiful to you might be beautiful to someone else, so, so thank you Marianne for that really great reference for the Twilight Zone series, um, it's a really good episode um, where they all like pigs, it's a bit weird. Um, and that's it for today's stream, um, it's been quite long today actually because I've been chatting like mad, uh, but thank you, thank you, thank you all for watching, it's been a lot of fun and I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed this stream. Yeah, I like talking about I like talking about love and romance. It's fun. Um, so I hope you enjoyed. I look forward to seeing you all on the next one. Um, and uh, yes, it's going to be a, a lovely Valentine's Day. I hope whether you're single or not. Um, so yes, I'm sure you, you can have a good day even if you're if you're single. I plan to. I'm single, and I hope I will have a good day. So thanks all. I'll see you all very very soon. Bye bye.